here for missing. I think they may have dimmed the lights a little bit because it's morning, it's Sunday. Oh, yeah. People had a late Saturday night. You all know that you're here to see Michelle Gomez. <laughs> My name is Moises Chuyan. I host a few podcasts, one of them called Electric Shadow, uh, about movies and TV and all that stuff. But again, you're not here to see me. You're here to see this lovely, magnificent, captivating woman who has rocked Doctor Who fandom. I, I, think, I think there is an entire Missy fandom at this point. One of the things that I like asking people about uh, who, who work in creative fields is, is what they were fans of when they were kids. I hear a rumor uh, that when you were seven years old, you saw a production of Kiss Me Kate. Oh, I did, yes. And uh, I'm such a narcissist, I <laughs> thought they were talking to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can do that. I can just jump about on stage. And then it took me 35 years to, to, to manage that. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you, what were you into as a kid? What were you a, a fan of? What did you want to watch on, on television? Were there movies that you were a fan of? Uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> Everyone's familiar with this show. Blue Box, Bigger on the Inside, all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, no, Doctor Who, that was kind of it. I mean, I still can't quite believe that I'm on Doctor Who. <laughs> But I uh... <laughs> Now, this is a complicated question for anybody involved in the franchise, but uh, did, did you have a, uh, a favorite doctor growing up? Well, I think like your favorite doctor is the doctor that you grew up with. So my favorite doctor was Tom Baker and, <laughs> and Pertwee. So it's a sort of Pertwee Baker baton. Uh, handover, and uh, so yeah, they were they were my favorite doctors. But I mean, my my favorite doctor now is a human being that's living in this moment. Um, it would be well, of course, Peter Capaldi. because yeah. like, like he's the best doctor, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So when when you got. The, uh, was it an offer? Was it a, would she be interested in reading for this part? Well, now this is a funny story. Ooh. <laughs> and it's going to be such an anticlimax. <laughs> um, so I was offered another part um, in, that, in, in, in the Doctors, in Peter's first uh, season. And, uh, and I couldn't do it because um, I'm an actor for hire and I was elsewhere being hired. And, uh, and I was devastated that I, I couldn't be in two places at once because I don't have a target. <laughs> Such a lame joke, but I love it. Uh, but, uh, but, but I'm planning on getting my own target, but more of that later. Um, uh, so yeah, so I had to say no, and I really was devastated because I thought that's going to be my only chance. Nobody, if you're an actor in Britain, says no to Doctor Who. So I felt moved to write a very groveling letter to Stephen Moffat. And um, um, I said, you know, I'm mortified, I'm gutted, I'm disappointed. All the words I could find summon up to, to, to um, explain my um, devastation. And that if he ever needed a high cheekboned, blue eyed villainess, I'm your man. <laughs> Now, but this was not your first brush with Doctor Who. Anyone in here familiar with Big Finish, the audio dramas? Oh, my God! Yeah, that was, uh, wow, you're very good. Thank um, you very much. I, 
I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a while ago, and that was with Sylvester McCoy. Uh, yeah, he was also fantastic. Now, a, a number of actors who've uh, who worked on the show, and uh, you're still working on the show, uh, have, have gone... Am I? Oh, well, I don't know. I see all these rumors. I, I'm not trying to get an answer out of you. I'm not one of those. No. But in theory, in theory, I don't know. It's possible. You're not shutting the door. You would come back if asked, maybe? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so as a fan of the show, have you, have you ever knocked on Stephen Moffat's door? Hello, hello. So when are we doing the two masters? When are we doing me and John Sim? You can't knock on Moffat's door uh, and ask for anything more than him making you the master. That would just be, that would be churlish. And I'm very ungracious. I've, I've already knocked, hammered at his door, and uh, and he, you know, he gifted me with a master. So I'm not, I'm not going to ask for anything more. <laughs> but I will take suggestions. <laughs> so what uh, what is it that that got you into uh, the performing life in terms of training? Uh, were you were you going to school for it? Is it is it something that you were doing amateur theater? I um, there's nothing amateur about me, darling. Oh, oh no! Not not once you got there. Not once you got there, then it was um, transformed. I am um, I am one of life's laziest uh, people. And when I was a young girl, and like being forced to read lots of serious books and stuff, I realized, oh, I can. If I become an actor, I never have to read again. And uh, I was like, yeah, and I threw my book away. I remember the moment I was in my bed, and I was like, oh my god, reading's so boring. And, uh, and then I was like, I'm going to be an actor, and I threw the book away. And then little did I know uh, that if you're going to be a decent actor, you better know your stuff. So um, I, have, I reluctantly um, uh, had sort of self-taught myself, and, and uh, I'm now... I mean, I'm not an aficionado in any way, shape, or form on any kind of literature, but, but I realised that it's the co complete opposite uh, of what I'd expected, and, uh, which is fine, because I should read. We should all read. Reading is good. <laughs> one of the things that really stands out about Missy is that we have this, uh, not, not, w not one note, not just six notes, we have dozens of notes in this, uh, this woman, this persona that you, that you embody. Who are some of the, the female uh, performers or performances that have really inspired you, that you've really just latched onto? You know, movies you've seen, actresses you've seen that, uh, that you're when really into. When you are possessed with a face that is built to play villains, um, I, I didn't really work much when I was younger. I didn't really have the possess the ingenue's button nose. Um, so I've had to wait and grow into this face. So the, the, the ones that really inspired me, the women that really inspired me are, are kind of strong women and uh, women with larger noses, perhaps. And um, that doesn't make you, you know, a bad uh, thing, but um, Angelica Houston is like this just rocks, still rocks. Oh my god, where are you going with a child? Bring a child. No child. Come, child. Oh, oh. See you later, little missy. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her back. Just don't have her interrupt me again. Uh, 
Okay, gosh, she was a pain in the ass. Kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, Angelica Houston with her large nose. Right. Um, yeah, so, no, I mean, like, really, you know, strong women. Women that just kind of, you know, don't sort of sit in the corner and uh, wear cardigans eating um, cookies. Um, just, you know, I don't know. It like, still blows my mind that I'm a 49-year-old action figure. And I... <laughs> and one of the most popular. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Lucille Ball, you know, I like a woman that can knows how to fall down. Um, and yeah, so that, that's, they were my two gals that I really aspire to. I wanted to jump back to Big Finish for a moment. There, there, might, there might be a few of us out there that when you and uh, Jenna Coleman as uh, Clara became something of a, of a buddy comedy there for a little bit in the series, <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's a fair number of us that really enjoyed that pairing and would just, would just love, theoretically, uh, for there to be, you know, further uh, further repartee between the two of you, is that is that the sort of thing that you would be interested in doing down the road? You know, with the with Big Finish as an option. What doing doing an audio? Yeah, thing? doing an audio thing with uh, with, with, with Jenna. Jenna. I'll do anything with Jenna. Um, although yesterday I, there's a picture going around that's being tweeted at the moment. And uh, I didn't realize that Jenna was behind me uh, when I, uh, Jenna always manages to, she's a great, great, like when it comes to double, having like a double act, you need to have like the, the funny guy and the straight guy. And she is like the best straight man. She makes me funny. Like I'm not funny without Jenna. Jenna? <laughs> please. Paging Jenna. Can we get a volunteer, please? She's got great timing and she's really talented and God, she's beautiful and it's um, yeah, she's she's one of the best. I'd I'd be ha I'd be happy to do anything with her in the future. What's the environment like on set? Is it is it like a, a theatrical company because there's there's so much on the production side of things that stays very much the same and people who come in and go out and come back and so on. Uh, is it is it is it uh, is the kind of experience that you you had working. Uh, in the theatre, or is it really, you know, much more kind of assembly line, get stuff done? It's Britain. <laughs> uh, what I mean by that is that we don't have the money that you guys have in America to put on screen. You know, we don't have those products. We have great values, they're just not really in production because there's just not the money. So it is full on, you know, you've got a lot to do in one day and it's always very ambitious. Um, and we get it done because I was. I think that you know the Doctor Who crew is one of the best crews I've ever worked with because each member of that crew is a fan, and so what they bring to the table is not only their skill but their passion as well. They're not clocking on and clocking off. You know, they they want to get it done, and that's the real joy of the job. Um, it's different from to answer part two. Of your question, um, it is definitely. I'm just a little nervous. Can you tell? Oh no, I'm nervous too. Don't be silly, it's fine. I'm enjoying this now. And <laughs> that's enough. It's getting to be inappropriate. Um, <laughs> Um, but it's different from theatre because you know it's a television set, so it's um, it's it's just. But what it does have is a sense of uh, accelerated sense of family because you know you're all you're all in there trying to do the same thing. 
for not a lot of money. I mentioned Kiss Me Kate earlier in 2008. You were in The Taming of the Shrew with the Royal Shakespeare Company. There are a couple scenes up on their website. I, I, there are other theater nerds out here just like me. Very good. Now, are, are there other uh, plays, works of, uh, of theater that you'd, you'd love to play a particular part? You'd be in a particular show? Uh, I think I've got Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf in me. Ooh. That's, think. Just uh, think. Oh, yeah. you do. That's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and maybe when I'm slightly older, not that much older, maybe uh, Osage County, which is great. August Osage yeah, County, yeah. Yeah, that was a great play. Um, Medea. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I guess, like, obviously, my Lady Macbeth. But, like, she's just got one good line and that's it. <laughs> um, why, why, why Lady Macbeth? Why not just Macbeth? Yes, of course, there is that. (laughs) Thank you, yes, thank you. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) All right, we start rehearsals in six weeks. (laughs) I want to get some questions from the audience. Uh, You'll have to project, you'll have to use your theatrical hit-the-back-wall voice. Um, So, do we have questions? We have a few. We have people with ears. Well, I I have to start here, and then I'm going to go to you over here. For those in the back, she asked if uh, what in her headcanon happened to the master in between John Sims' last appearance and when Missy graced us with her presence. She was in Bloomingdale's. Tales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Nordstrom's, you know, just you know, keep, keeping it real, just sniffing about for some bargains. And, uh, is that really? Right over here. Her favorite part of being on the show? Meeting you. And the fact that you've turned up with the little fox ears really blows me away as well. And I'm loving seeing all the fox ears here today because little Missy is a little foxy. uh, But I'm not kidding, actually. That did sound like a joke, but it's it's true. My favorite part about being on the show is meeting you and you and you and... And, and all of you, really, and just getting the chance to do these, um, these ex- I was going to say the exhibition, but I haven't exhibited anything. <laughs> 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 um, they've been doing these conventions, you know. I've never had a job like it where I get to have these, you know, one-on-one encounters with the fans. It's, it's wonderful. So, yes, you are my favourite part of the show. I see. Nice young lady with a brooch here. Oh, that's you. <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Um, you are a very creative and spontaneous actor, and I'm wondering if you have any formal training in improvisational acting, and if you do, how does that inform what you do? Um, no, I just have had a lot of rejection. And <laughs> um, when you get rejected, every pretty much every day of your life as a performer, uh, yeah, you, you grow a thick skin. And... Um, and comedy is a place where I feel most comfortable, I suppose, you know, because it's, it's just, I just learned uh, after various beatings uh, in this industry that, you know, I can't take myself too seriously. And um, there was a time, I would try anything and everything when I was first starting out, you know, so um, there was a little, um, I found like, 
I would kind of top and tail a lot of lines. So, you know, there would be this wonderful script that I would have to work on, but then I'd like feel the need to say something before and after. And, and, then, and then I did a little bit of comedy. I did like, well, actually I did um, one stand-up I did in LA. I just had my kid my child, a uh, human being. And, uh, <laughs> Not a small goat. Not a small goat is the specification, yes. My first child was a Jack Russell. But, um, <laughs> but then my second child was a human, a human boy. And uh, so but it was like nine months in, and I decided that I wasn't going to work at all, but like it was nine months, Harry was nine months old, and I remember I was sitting there going, what have I done, what have I done? And I got in the car, my husband came home, and I said, well, you take Harry, and he said, where are you going? And I was like, I don't know. And I got in the car, and I ended up on Sunset Boulevard, and there was the comedy store. I was like, I know the comedy store, and I went in, there was like an open mic night, and I had things to say. Uh, and I just like splurged I did this whole rant about being a Scottish Mexican because uh, that's what I am apparently and, uh, and then like, they, they asked me if I would come back and like play like the main stage on Friday nights for a year or something like that and I was like no I'm not doing that because I'm a serious actress and, uh, but I did it for one night and then that kind of like started a sort of like improv thing and then I did a show called Green Wing there were, a lot of that was improvised. They stuck us in a, in a vault <laughs> for three months with some writers, very talented writers, and we just improvised for three solid months. So throughout my career, you know, there's been... that I keep, I keep sort of returning to this place that's very liberating as an actor. And, I'm, and, and again, Doctor Who's allowed me to be a little loose as well. So it's something I... Um, I sort of accidentally fell into that sort of, but no actual formal improvisational training, just lots of bullshit coming out my mouth. <laughs> right here with the TARDIS iPhone case. That was, uh, before most scenes, when they're doing a lot of technical stuff, it takes a minute, you know, and I was, I was like tied up to a gurney and couldn't move. And you don't want to do that with me for too long. <laughs> and, uh, and, but before most scenes, I like to kind of like, I kind of like chirp away or sing or I kind of, you know, I normally have a little song and it just sort of loosens everything up and changes the energy from being acting. And, um, and so I was, I was just kind of like humming away and you'll see in the scene, I start singing, hey, Missy, used to find, used to find your bum. And then I start, I have a little giggle, and then the scene starts. And when I giggle, that's when, at what's on the page is <laughs> it's said. And, uh, but they kept that in, and it's really kind of worked. And, it, uh, and uh, I don't know how they got the rights for it, but, um, <laughs> but they did. Uh, so yeah, that was me. Let's go clear in the back. No, I knew from the minute, well, after I'd written Stephen the groveling letter and then heard nothing, I was like, oh, well, my life is worth, my life is over. Um, about a month later, my agent called and uh, she's also, she was also David Tennant's agent. 
So she, she really knows the world of Doctor Who. And she said, where are you right now? And I said, well, I'm in the living room. She said, are you standing up? I said, yes. She said, do you want to sit down? Sit down. <laughs> I said, OK, so I sat down. She said, so um, do you want to play the master? And I was like, what? <laughs> I remember breaking the word what, because I said it like a hundred times. What? 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 And uh, she said, but you need to keep that shit fire. <laughs> so I, um, for about a year, I, only my husband and my agent knew, and I just walked around with this Mona Lisa smile. <laughs> I had like the answer to the universe, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so in that moment when I'm in, at St. Paul's Cathedral and I, and I re reveal it, I'm actually spewing it with joy. <laughs> so yeah, I knew. <laughs> there in the back. Yep. Missy laugh. Um, oh, I love Veep. Love, 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 love Veep. Just about anything Armando Iannucci touches, yes. it just turns to gold. He can touch me. <laughs> he, can, he can touch me. Hold on a time. moment. Let me send if him I a start, direct message. Start tweeting I'm going to send him a, a direct message right real now. quick. Here we go. Uh, Missy touch. should be in huh. Veep. Um, so, yeah, that's one of my. England probably needs a new prime minister in that show. I love. <laughs> yes. Um, what's this other guy? Um, Louis C.K. is amazing, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm not very good at like those on-the-spot questions. So, like in ten minutes, I'm going to pebble dash you with ten other examples. Luckily, yeah. we have more than ten minutes left. Uh, I'm going to go again in the back on the side. I didn't, um, so uh, I, I get easily intimidated by other people's genius, and I'm lazy, <laughs> which I've mentioned before. So I didn't do any research, um, but, but which kind of worked for me because I didn't want to I, wanted to, I wanted the master this time round, I wanted it to be as fresh as possible. And the, I would say there's, if I had to pick one of them, there's probably because I also have if you're close, closer to me than you are now, you'll see that I also have quite a handsome moustache. Um, so Delgado is probably like my, my separated at birth master. I would have that. It's probably a little, a little there's a little bit of him in there, but, but in hindsight, um, I can see that now. But I, I really didn't want to look at anybody else. I wanted just to come at it fresh. If I could follow up on that, in working with Peter on the show, were you, the two of you, able to meet and, and kind of chat about, uh, about what you were looking at doing with the dynamic, or was it you, you, you got together on the day and that was when the character work started? Yeah, it's Britain, so we just, we don't have a process. <laughs> we just turn up and say it. I ask because, oh, I hate LA, and I love everything that you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true, but we don't, again, it's just, it's a time thing. We don't have time to do that, you know, and if it's theatre, then you have a chance to do a lot, have a lot more sort of beard stroking and chatting about, you know, 
what what your vision might be but um on television especially in britain you know it's you hit the ground running and um i met pete and jenna uh, pete yeah pete my friend Petey. Petey boy. Petey boy. um i met <laughs> pete and jenna on the day on my first day and uh, i knew peter actually because we're both from glasgow and so we have a mutual friend so we kind of know each other from from before but we'd never worked before and we hadn't discussed what we were going to do before we met the read through and then we took it from there that makes it all the more magical. Thank you. Do we have a kid up here in the front section? Right here in the plaid. Favorite food from New York? Bagels. I mean, it's the water, right? That's what they say? Yeah, the water's great, but that's not really food. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what makes the bagel so good, is what they say. Oh, I, guess. I see. Yes, that's the legend. Of course, yes. Um, yes, well, that, if, I, yes, if I was at all uh, informed, I would have known that. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> right here in the front. Um, how would you compare Missy's relationship with the doctor versus Johnson's version of Master with the doctor? I think the thing about which really came to the fore in the second series for us um, was this very nice texture about us being really old friends and and it was a good fit for Peter and I as well because it because we're from the same hometown and we have mutual friends there's a sort of natural kind of um, uh, familiarity there so that really worked I think in our favour on the day um, and also I love the notion of uh, having had when you know when you're young and you have these really intense friendships, and then through certain circumstances, it could be going off to a different college or a different city. You know, you kind of drift apart, um, and then you come back together again, and it's 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 just it's a little awkward. It doesn't seem to you've sort of changed, and it doesn't seem to work anymore. Or there's those friends where you 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 definitely just delete from your contacts and then you meet them at a party and you remember why you deleted them <laughs> and, and, and that's sort of in there as well so I think it's very um, it's a very rich relationship that, that I think that Peter and I have created that there's a believability about it uh, hopefully uh, and with the John Sims um, part of your question I didn't see him do any of that I mean I didn't see I didn't it's not that I didn't see him do any of of that richness I just I just didn't watch it. <laughs> My God, I am a butthead. <laughs> I was watching Veep. <laughs> right here with the, uh, the lovely flower. Yes, okay, so opening titles. Um, Missy comes running in, and then so does Captain Jack. And, and, then, and then I shake his hand and go, hi, and he goes, hey. And then, and then, and then, I, and then I jump on his back, and, and then a dinosaur comes in, and, and both, of us, both of us jump on the dinosaur's back, and there's a big water slide, and there's bubbles, and balloons, and Gucci handbags, and it's all Terribly sorry. <laughs> so I've been a fan of 
autographs, huh? Alrighty. <laughs> um, um, well, the thing about my husband is that he's married to me. <laughs> and we've been together, next year will be 20 years. <laughs> and he, he knows all my tricks. And he said to me more than once, I will never work with you. <laughs> Well, okay, yes, no, that will go in a suggestions box for Stephen Moffat, but, but I know Jack will immediately reject that. <laughs> Sorry. Right here. You know, it's surprising the, the Gotham uh, comments that I'm getting because really you blink and you miss me. On Gotham, I had four lines and a fall down. <laughs> That's all I did. I told her I had four lines and then I fell down. And, and, and that was kind of it. And also she's called the lady and now I've got the mistress. I mean, I don't have like any real character names. It's like the armpit played by Michelle Gomez. You know what I mean? It's like, um, so I don't know, the, she, the lady was, and the script I got, was going to get killed at the end, and then I turned up, and uh, they didn't kill me. So there, there may be more of the lady, but um, I don't know, I, I can't officially say yeah or nay to that. Um, but um, yeah, it's me playing it, you know, it's, it's, I'm channeling it through this mouse, so there's a lot of me in both the lady and the mistress. Because I'm saying it. <laughs> Go with pink hair. Yeah. Um, having taken on the master as being a main, you know, since the master's until you was male, how has that kind of changed and how's that feel coming into that and trying to make it through so much your own and trying to adapt to the gender difference? Yeah, I, d I didn't, um, again, you know, I don't really think about these things um, because if I do um, you know I, I, it just sort of uh, tightens me up a bit so I just I, I try just to sort of put that huge responsibility to one side and, um, and forget that from the waist down I'm a woman <laughs> and from the waist up <laughs> I'm sure there's no one who writes yeah. for a Doctor Who blog uh, in the room. <laughs> All the way in the back in the middle. Yep. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no, no, you started so Go you ahead, finished. you started so. Do you behave yourselves or are you naughty? Um, we, we don't have time, really, honestly, to, to play too, too many uh, jokes on one another. What about the runners? Well, <laughs> there's children in here. 
Um, but what have you heard? Does it involve two apples and a banana? <laughs> I guess that was the end of uh, the answer, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, you back there, yeah. I just love the fun of her, you know, there's just, there's a kind of joy to her, um, or maybe it's just I'm having too much fun, but um, I just think she's so kind of cheeky and charming and then she has to kill you. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just, you know, I just love that she's just a little minx, you know, just, it's, she's a joy to play, it's a wonderful part for me. Thank you. Right here in the front. Yeah, so following on that, when you have a very charismatic villain, there's always that risk that the showrunner might turn them slowly into a hero because people love them, they want to see more of them, and they can't keep them having killing people. Would you be okay going in that direction, or would you want to try to stay true to the master and keep her a dangerous villain for the Doctor? No, I've not turned good. <laughs> With that. No, 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 no. I just want to carry on just annihilating. Right here, right on the aisle. Oh, it's getting even darker. Is that just me? Someone leaning on a switch. It's like the end of a disco, isn't it? And you've been snogging somebody like, whoa! <laughs> oh my God, and we were laying You were gorgeous in, in the dark, but whoa. <laughs> Take you home anyway. <laughs> okay, where were we? A Gucci handbag. <laughs> Black and gold and gorgeous. <laughs> Right here. Hi. Um, Rachel Talley tells some stories about how um, you guys were shooting in St. Paul's, uh, that she really enjoyed watching how you and Peter prepared to shoot those scenes. I think you had a hula hoop at one point, um, <laughs> and that there, there were some perhaps hijinks going on. I was wondering if you could share any of those stories about location filming. Well, St. Paul's was phenomenal. I mean, it was like, I still, it's possibly one of the best days of my life, apart from marrying Jack, of course. Um, and, uh, oh, and there's the son. Yeah. The there's the, the husband Jack the Russell, Jack Russell's yeah. still at the top of the world. Um, and um, so there's these, there, the doors of St. Paul's Cathedral are enormous, and, uh, and that in itself is, is quite uh, awesome. 
but apparently uh, only the Queen and the Mayor are allowed to walk through those large doors at St Paul's Cathedral, X and also um, uh, Peter Capaldi and Michelle Gomez. We, we, we got clearance to be able to actually cross the threshold of those large doors. Meanwhile, the crew had to go in the side doors. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. But uh, so Peter and I were doing quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of, just you know. <laughs> Um, yes, we did that for a while and enjoyed it, and um, I weren't at all gracious about our um, uh, being allowed, the only ones being allowed in and out. Um, shall so we go in? Shall we, shall we go in again? Yes. Let's just go in. Yes. Just for fun. Yes. That's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was really incredible. It was wonderful. Over here in the end. Oh. You, you, and then you. M um, most, I mean, most of it is, I would say, 99.9% .9 is Stephen Moffat. Um, and the reason why some of them sound, some of them are uh, little ad-libs here and there, uh, but he, but not, not as many as you might think. And the reason why it seems so comfortable in my mouth, um, <laughs> Uh, okay, cancel, continue. Um, is because Stephen knows me very well, and uh, and so he he writes for me now, especially in the second series. He so he just knows my voice, and so for me it's it's kind of it's it's very very comfortable. Thank you. Right here. Uh, I just wanted to know what your favorite blooper on the set was. Favorite outtake. Um, there's not. Honestly, there aren't that many. We, we, we're lucky if we get a second take. <laughs> we're, we're going so fast. Um, so that's a, a bit of a uh, disappointing answer. I can make one up, but I wouldn't be clean. <laughs> As in what number of like, the like master? No? Well, why not? <laughs> oh, um, okay, what would it be? Um, oh, I don't know. Um, it would be good. <laughs> it would be really good. It would be a picture of Michelle with a black gold Gucci handbag. Yes. Get, get coming out of it. Just, just stepping out of it because, and it would be a large one. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Like a carpet bag, like the one that Mary Poppins uses. But, uh, and it would just be me. Thank you so much for digging me out of that. Uh, that's a very good idea. And, I'm just uh, saying, and if, just if people have black and gold Gucci handbags just sitting around, they're looking for someone to give them to. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy, happy to accept. <laughs> right here. What would be 
Oh, what would be in it? Uh, it would be. Versailles? Yeah, the whole of Versailles. <laughs> Not the suburbs, just the <laughs> downtown Versailles. <laughs> Clear in the back there, you've had your hand up for a little while. Yep. Are you in fact Mary Poppins? I am the most evil woman of the universe, yes. <laughs> We're going to get a couple more. According to Jack. Oh. <laughs> right here. Done to you. I don't know that they're uh, that they get that far. No. Oh, they get pretty far. That's <laughs> <laughs> the lip right. Um. Any particularly? <laughs> any particularly interesting things people have brought you to sign yes, that were yes, unexpected? Yes. Yes. And um, there was one guy who was gorgeous, and uh, he was dressed as Missy, and he ripped open his blouse. And, uh, and he said, uh, can you sign my chest? And I haven't done many of these conventions, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm still quite new at this point. And um, I'll be really bitter about any minute now. But, um, and I had to, he wanted me to sign um, Vote Missy on his chest. I'm so glad you're here, because you can explain that to me later. <laughs> Just wait at the side, please. And, uh, and so, there was, so I did that, right? And then the next day, my agent sent me a photograph of him. It was like an Instagram picture. And he was still dressed as Missy uh, in a tattoo parlor, and he'd had it tattooed on his chest. So I, um, I'm not signing any more flesh. <laughs> that's a huge responsibility because my handwriting is not great and that that's on there for well well ever ever, ever. <laughs> yeah so that was that's been the oddest so far thank you right there the excellent glasses yes I, I feel like I've done it already. I was like Davros, just like, ah, right in his little stinky eyeball. Just like, ah. <laughs> that, that was a good day for me. Yeah. I felt good about myself lot, after that. A lot of things came full circle then. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a doorbell attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a couple more and just a bit of housekeeping. Uh, we'll, at the end, we'll applaud for our, our lady, our Missy, uh, and uh, if you'll keep your seats, please, so that we can get her raced out the door and to the next uh, magical adventure. Uh, this gentleman here. What is one characteristic of Missy that you would like to take into your everyday life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dangerous. What's terrifying about that question is that there's a fine line between Missy and Michelle. <laughs> and I, I think I've already adopted most of them. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take two more. I have to go with this doctor right here. Um, it, Missy, first of all, 
loved your hand you up and balance photo. There, so <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but if Missy could go up against any of the other doctors, which one do you think she would have liked to see her go up against? All of them. <laughs> At the same time? Just like a whole army of doctors. And I just bring my Cyberman in and I just like, yeah, all, all of them. Yeah, just like, and a, yeah, I'd have my own tank and i just mow them all down. <laughs> or i just like use them as skittles. i just like, you know, just, like, I use Clara as a skittle ball. All right, now this is going to be the last one. Right here next to my friend with the glasses. Is it, do you have a great one? Is it good? Is it fantastic? Oh, God, the pressure. Oh, oh, but look at this. That's very generous of you, giving it to him. Oh, no, I, I was giving it to you. I thought you were giving oh, it to him. Let's just give it to each other, shall we? Oh. Wow. They're going to come and grab me in a minute. They're like, they didn't pay for an experience that good. We've already spoke to you about this. In the episode Dark Water, when you kissed Peter, how many takes did you have to do for that? Well, I said I'm only doing it once, but he just kept on going. Take after take after take. He was incorrigible. Jenna was holding my hand behind as I was doing it. And this I'm is getting kidding. really weird. <laughs> I'm really not kidding. All right, our last one. Can you say your absolute favorite line? Banana. Everybody, let's go bananas for the wonderful Michelle Gomez.